Hello, folks. It is the Nicholas Jackson podcast here. It'll be season 7, episode 20, and I'm going to call this one Sell Yourself, uh, because that's what I've been trying to do lately. Uh, and as you could probably tell, trying to do it uh, and feeling somewhat under the weather. Uh, land of orchards and allergies and all that. Anyway, uh, selling yourself and more related chit-chat coming up in just a moment. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. So I'll start this off by saying that I've had a lot more luck uh, job searching wise in the last uh, month and a half than I have had at any other point in my little attempt at a career thus far. Um, And that's got to be a positive thing. That means I'm doing something right. Um, Much like trying to get the podcast numbers up, I don't know what I'm doing right, but um, I know I'm doing something right, so that's a start. Uh, But I still have this root problem of uh, I have real issues when it comes to getting into an interview and trying to um, sell my features, as it were. Um, and the last two interviews have been kind of interesting because one had something to do with radio, um, and the other had something to do with uh, beta testing and HTML. Um, radio... Internet broadcasting, I feel like I have a lot of experience in this area. I have a strong passion in this area. Uh, But I feel like I still lack um, a great deal of legitimacy. And part of that has to do with the fact that I've only been on broadcast radio maybe two or three times. uh, Nothing regular on broadcast radio. Um, Internet radio, you know, it's a pretty regular thing, and obviously uh, the podcasts, uh, they may be sporadic, but it's, you know, something that I've been doing since 2006, and it's something that, um, in theory anyway, I continue to do and try and get better at. Uh, Whether that actually, you know, what what the results of that are... um, you know, they're not quite as stellar as I would like them to be, uh, but I think at this point, uh, podcasting and internet broadcasting is my most uh, developed skill, and HTML, web, game development stuff, um, you know, I have a little smattering of that stuff here or there. Um, I, before recording this, I was just tweaking the HTML a little bit, uh, not much, but a little bit to try and add a uh, audio comment feedback form and add an, a link uh, on the main page there so you can uh, send me email email as well because um, as I was trying to articulate in this radio interview here, um, my idea of effective audio content uh, no matter the delivery method, 
uh, is to have it be interactive. Um, and when you look at the work I've done, uh, with the exception of Let's Talk Trains, where uh, as a producer I very much tried to engineer a show uh, that was nine times out of ten an open form show such that the listener, uh, rather than the host, uh, provided most of the content because I, I felt, and I've always felt, that when it comes to talk radio any, anyway, with the talk format, uh, the bulk of the content should come from your listener. Uh, and you, as the host, should be somebody that, uh, really, what you do is you get somebody excited about a topic. Uh, you inspire interest in that topic, and ultimately your goal should be to inspire them to send you an email, um, or on an audio comment, or interact with you in some way. Um, and, you know, when they, when they give you content as a result of you stimulating them, them, then they're involved, which makes your job a little easier, because you have to spend a considerable, uh, smaller amount of time creating something yourself, um, and then their involvement is more likely to get them to start promoting the show and say, hey, look, I was on the show, you know, check me out, I'm on, I'm on this guy's shows. Um, and the theory being, being there that, you know, by, by using your radio show or your podcast or whatever it happens to be as a platform to solicit audience participation and give them a microphone, um, then you're stimulating community involvement, and if you're doing your job right, you're stimulating community involvement and conversation based on the topic that you, as the host, wanted to bring up. Um, you know, I think, ideally, if you're producing a, a talk show, um, you know, it, let's take the example of this podcast, um, you know, if I if I had the ideal setup, um, I'd rant on about the topics that I want to bring up for I don't know maybe the first seven eight minutes, maybe a little bit longer, uh, and then dedicate the rest of the show to getting input from listeners and then responding to that input. Um, and in so doing, uh, you've sti- you've created a topic, you've created interest in that topic. Um, and then you've got response to that topic, and before you know it, you've got an interactive program. That's really what I hope to achieve. Um, and if you've been listening to this podcast um, for the past, uh, what, seven, almost eight years, uh, you'll notice that I think there's maybe one or two emails I've responded to. Uh, or listener comments that I've been able to respond to, uh, and then there's been pretty much nothing else. So in that sense, um, you know, going into this job, going to this particular position, um, I feel like I have the theory of what I want to do and how I want to do it uh, down relatively well. Um, and I tried to articulate the idea that I just articulated here, that a radio show or an audio show really should be 
uh, a place where you inspire the listener to interact with the show somehow. Um, obviously, you know, coming from a talk talk radio background, I'm I'm generally used to trying to inspire people to talk about something. Um, but in the case of radio, excuse me, FM style shows, um, it's a little bit different. You're partially trying to inspire them to um, talk about something, but moreover, you're trying to get them to, you know, maybe go to an event, some sort of promotional event, or you're trying to get them to give you requests. Um, so the interaction's a little bit different, but the idea is the same. Your job as host is to get someone to interact with you. Um, and the particular job that I was interviewing for uh, was one of those behind-the-scenes job jobs, um, something where you are trying to support the host, um, or in this case, hosts across multiple stations, um, so that they have listeners to interact with, and so that people actually attend events. Um, and while I have that concept down, you know, while I have the theory of show production and the desired goal, uh, and how that should relate to advertisers and business, while I have that theory down, um, the practice uh, really has been lacking. Uh, so I found myself in the situation of, well, I can articulate my desires and my goals real well, um, but if I'm truthful about it, and, you know, you're in, in an interview, so you're trying not to you know, highlight your weak points or bring the weak points to bear. Um, because the truth of it is, uh, I haven't been all that successful in soliciting uh, listener participation as of late. Um, and then, though the idea is good, I think I, you know, I had the idea and concept down solidly. Um, there's still this gap. Um, and I don't know where the gap is. And that's particularly nerve-wracking uh, going into that particular interview situation. Um, and when it came to the radio interview, uh, you add on top of that uh, my passion for radio and my frankness and my all-out eagerness uh, to be able to get involved in the radio industry professionally in some way at some point, in some form. Um, you know, even going so far as to say, hey, look, um, maybe not in those words, but to basically say, I have a passion for radio. Um, and how, how do I position myself with my the experience that I have get into radio and to ask that sort of question in the context of an interview, especially when the interview wasn't necessarily going well, um, probably cost me the whole damn thing. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm mad at myself for that. And um, embarrassed about that. Um, but at the same time, 
I mean, they. I know. I'm conscious that there is this gap. There is this hole between the knowledge and experience I have um, as a small market podcaster um, and a small market internet radio broadcaster um, that just doesn't quite correlate yet. I think to the the broadcast radio world, and I want it to, um, because on my own, you know, being self-taught and having pretty much learned everything I've learned on my own, um, there's just this limit to what you can learn on your own and how much you can grow on your own, um, and for that matter, while we're talking about show content, there's just this limit to how much you can grow, develop, and produce on your own. Um, You know, the reason you solicit listener interaction and comments and feedback is it takes that onus off of you as a host. Um, You know, so again, you become a host. You know, you become the moderator for a conversation, um, which is much easier to do, generally speaking, than... Topic talking on one topic or subject for 23 minutes as I'm trying to do right now. Um, you know, it's it would be nice if I were in that position of bring up the topic, encourage interaction, and then moderate. That you know, that's that would be a nice place to be in. Uh, but I find myself um, talking to the wall, and that's frustrating. And, you know, I, I, I understand the theory, uh, both as a listener and as a broadcaster, that the percentage of listeners that are going to interact with you, no matter what you do, is going to be relatively low. Um, I would guess 5 to 10%. Um, and I, I say that mostly because I've been a listener before, and... I've always thought to myself, well, it'd be co- kind of cool to call in, but I'm nervous, and I don't want to be on the radio, and, you know, the, these are the things that go through a listener's head, so you don't, you know, it takes a lot to get them to interact, um, and in the realm of talk radio, I think it almost takes a passion, you got to inspire a passion in them to get to them to interact, um, in the context of say, an FM radio show, uh, you got to hang out, hang a carrot out there. Uh, you got to say, well, if you call in today, uh, you have a chance to win a free trip to Hawaii, or something like that. Um, trick them into it, really. Because um, there's, I don't know, there's this wall there of people that don't, you know, they don't want to be involved, and you know, going on past experiences experiences as a listener, um, I get that. But then as a broadcaster, um, it becomes this giant hurdle of how do I get people to interact and be involved? And um, I think the core here is that In a position as a host, you're selling your talking platform and your show and your personality. 
And um, drawing back to some older themes here, um, you know, in a job interview, you're trying to sell yourself, you're trying to sell your work ethic, your knowledge, and to a certain extent, your personality. And then going further back uh, to a dating scenario, again, you're trying to sell your personality, the way you interact. Um, I can't help but notice this is all the same thing. Um, And this is a major weak point, a major hurdle that I can't seem to to, uh, cross. Um, I articulated it, I think, quite well um, on Facebook after the first interview, uh, which was, again, an HTML job, and I haven't done HTML things in ages um, other than to add a couple things to my uh, podcast page here and there, and even then it's copy and paste for the most part, add a BR here or there. Um, So I I quickly felt out of my league, very quickly. Um, And I don't know. Um, So many times in an interview... You know, I, I can be thinking to myself, well, I'm going to try and spin this. I'm going to try and, you know, manipulate the line of questioning and the way this conversation is going to go. And I'm going to be in control and I'm going to, you know, give it my best face here. And it never works out, never seems to work out. Um, and that's frustrating to me because I feel like. I don't know. I feel like I'm missing a a cheat code. I feel like everybody else has this cheat code um, that they can do this sort of thing. And I feel like I don't have the cheat code, and it's frustrating. Um, You know, it leads me back to just chasing numbers, you know, chasing chasing the fact that, okay, I have been able to get get interviews lately. That's good. That's positive. That's a good thing, but I still struggle in the interviews, and I try and heed interview advice advice as best I can, and uh, there's still this gap there, so I'm perplexed by that. Um, I just, I don't seem to be very good at selling myself, no matter what the context, Um, and I've noticed that this is the key to um, adult life. Um, to me, in my perceptions, adult life is having a romantic relationship and having a job. Um, I've been in situations where I've had a romantic relationship and I've hated my job and I'll go focus on the romantic relationship. And I've been in situations where I've had a job and I felt you know, okay, I have the job, I don't have to focus as much on it, and then I'll go pursue a romantic relationship, and this becomes a loop, this becomes the single sole focus of my perception of adulthood, so I'm always looking for it, always seeking uh, to get one or both of those things going, and if one or both of those things aren't going, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. Um, and the fact that it's, you know, there's really no progress either way, um, 
I don't know. I I just don't know. So, um, I like to tell myself that the interviews went better than I think they did. Um, I'm hoping that's the case. I'm, I'm hoping I'm able to go a little bit further with this somewhere. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what the chances are. And like I said, I'd really like to, uh, get out of this point of stagnation, uh, both for the, the fact that, you know, I can't live on savings forever, and both for the fact that, you know, I'm bored and listening to TBTL all day, and as much as I love Luke Burbank and TBTL and, you know, recommend it, uh, tbtl.net, in case you don't know about it, a wonderful podcast, um, but still, that's not really what I want my life to be. Um, so, there's that. So, um, as I mentioned here earlier, I tweaked my webpage a little bit. And if you go to uh, the podcast page, which is nicnacjak.lipson.com, You'll notice over there on the right-hand side, there's a couple of different links. You can click on an e- uh, the link there to send me an email. And you can also send an audio comment. Uh, just use the microphone on your computer. Record a quick audio comment. I believe the limit's 90 seconds. Uh, let me know what you think of the show. Let me know what's going on in your world, anything like that, and send it my way. Um, because, like I said, um, I'm trying to bring up topics that are interesting and get interaction based on that. Um, so that would be cool if you could do that. And uh, if you just want to send email the regular old way, the address is nicnacjk at gmail.com. That's November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo at gmail.com. And um, also, there's the little button, PayPal button that says Donate up in the top right-hand corner. If you would be so inclined to click that, please do, uh, because every little bit helps. And if you have any ideas about um, making money from podcasting, anything like that that's not a scam... Uh, email me about that too, uh, because I'm getting interested in that. Uh, again, the email address, nicnacjk at gmail.com. That's November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo at gmail.com. And with that, thanks so much for listening. Uh, till next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy railroading, happy landings. Bye.